What's up, fellow music nerds? Matrix here, and you are locked into the Matrix Music Review Podcast, the only place to get your fix for country and alternative music, and we are here with an alternative episode this week. Now, that may be surprising since we just did an alternative episode last week, but we have not had a whole lot of new releases in country music, so it makes sense to just keep going with alternative until we get some more releases with country, which looks like it should be next week when we get Luke Combs' new album. That'll give us something pretty large to talk about. So, in the meantime, we will talk about alternative music this week. And we're still going to talk about album reviews, we're going to talk about single reviews, and I'm excited to talk about some of the singles because I had some discoveries this week in terms of new artists and new bands that I'm really excited to share with everybody. And then instead of a news segment at the end, we are going to do a tour review since I was able to catch the Baku's Revenge Tour earlier this week. And I want to highlight one of the bands on that tour because I think they are about to explode onto the scene even further than they already have. So stick with us until the end of the show and you'll figure out who that band is. And it may not be who you think, so stick with us. Now, as always, I have to ask for y'all to go follow all of our social media accounts on Twitter and Instagram at Matrix Music Review. Go give our podcast a like on any platform that you're listening on. Leave us a comment if there's anybody that you want me to review, anybody that I haven't reviewed yet. Be sure to leave that in the comment field. And... If you like this podcast, be sure to send it to your friends. Have your friends start following us and paying attention to what we got going on. Let's start to build a community of music nerds that's so great that everybody knows about all of these great bands and all of these great artists that I'm discussing. So with that, we're going to jump right into our album reviews. And the first one I want to talk about is Tell Me I'm Alive from All Time Low. All Time Low returns with their ninth studio album, and with it we get a classic All Time Low album. And what I mean by that is All Time Low is pretty consistent in the way that they structure their albums, at least for me. They always have at least one or two albums that just have some really strange production choices. And, you know, you may like them, you may not like them. It just really depends. But there is some strange production on there. You have one or two albums that are spectacular and are top tier All Time Low tracks. And then you have the in-between, which is a bunch of tracks that are just classic pop-punk songs from all-time low that really just demonstrate why they are such stalwarts in this scene. And Tell Me I'm Alive is no different than all of the rest of their output. It follows that same structure perfectly. And, you know, we start off right away with the title track, Tell Me I'm Alive, and that happens to be the little bit of strange production. You know, we had just some auto-tune on there that didn't work and lyrically it was fine but just the auto-tune in there for some reason I was not not feeling it so that one was not one of my favorites on this album but then you move right into two tracks Modern Love and Are You There that are really really strong and Are You There is a clear standout on this album for me and it's one of my favorite all-time low songs of all time this early on. So Are You There is a track that really kind of sets us up for realizing that the underlying theme of this album is loneliness and the feeling of being alive and just longing for that feeling of having someone there. But what's really important about this song, at least to me, is that in the chorus, you know, we get your standard. It's 3 a.m. and no one's around. I want to ask, are you there after the high wears off? And... What I love about this track is that All Time Low does not specifically say that this is a 
significant other or a romantic interest, they are leaving it open to interpretation. And that's so important because I feel like a lot of times in music, not just in this genre, but in music in general, when we have a song, when we're talking about loneliness or the feeling of being alone and wanting somebody to be there, a lot of times we combat that loneliness with a romantic partner or with a significant other. And All Time Low is saying, no, it doesn't have to be that. It can be a friend, a relative, a parent, anybody. It can be anybody that you love and trust enough that when that high wears off at 3 a.m., you can call them and say, hey, are you there? I really need to talk. Or, hey, we need to talk about something. That is a perfect way to tell people that you don't have to be so focused on having that romantic interest in your life. You don't have to worry if you don't have a significant other. There's always going to be somebody there for you at 3 a.m. when you need them. There's always going to be that one person that you can call that says, yep, I'm there for you. So really, really important track from All Time Low. I love that they didn't steer down that significant other romantic interest road with this brilliant, brilliant track. And as the album goes on, you know, we have those consistent pop punk classic songs. And then we get another interesting production choice in New Religion. This is their collaboration with Teddy Swims, who is a pop artist. And the production in this track really reminds me of a the 1975 production in that it has a lot of those poppier sounds. But it also, because of the subject matter, does give you a Christian sound as well. So this was one of those that it has a weird production choice, but I don't hate it, you know? And that's why when I said at the beginning about weird production, I didn't say it was weird production that didn't work because sometimes with All Time Low, you get a track like this where it's something different that you really haven't heard from them before, but it just kind of works and you don't really know why but it does so interesting production choice on new religion i really like it i want to see what everybody else thinks about this track especially with it being a poppier collaboration so let me know what you think about new religion and we also get some classic one-liners in songs as well that just kind of make you sit there and scratch your head and they're very vivid in the imagery that it presents and this is one that was just a little strange that I heard, and it was in the song, The Way You Miss Me. And it's a line that says, you're on your third bottle of wine, and now your tongue is on mine. And that is just a very strange way to say that you're making out with somebody. Um, can't say that I've heard a line like that before, so definitely an interesting line from All Time Low. I loved that they got so different with it. I think it's always fun to hear artists give different ways of saying something that we've heard so many different times. So interesting line on that one. And then my second standout on this album was a song called The Other Side. And this is a rockin' song where it's basically talking about how in the world do you get over somebody when they get over it faster? And basically, you know, you end up at the same party, they walk in with somebody else and you're just not really sure why you haven't gotten over it as fast as they have. But what's it like on the other side? You want to ask them, how does it feel to be, how does it feel to be 
over it so quick? How does it feel to be on that other side of moving on? So another standout track from All Time Low. And look, All Time Low put out an album that is straight down the middle, pop punk classic. It's exactly what you would expect from them. There's no real experimentation other than maybe a little bit on New Religion. And it works. You know, it, it's it's so crazy to me that this is our, I think this is our fourth alternative podcast. And we've kind of gotten both extremes of what I've talked about in the very first one, which was we got the growth from Paramore where they kind of shifted gears a little bit and didn't go as heavy as they have in the past. And then we have All Time Low where they haven't shifted gears and it works, right? You know, it. this is an album that everybody's going to enjoy. I don't think anybody's going to love it and be saying that this is album of the year territory, but I think this is just a good, strong album for fans of that pop punk genre. So this is another example of how if you just stay true to yourself and true to your sound, your fans are going to connect with it. And that's exactly what happened with me. I connected with this album. I thought it was great. And I'm assuming that everyone else is going to feel the same way as well, because All Time Low really hasn't changed in all of their time in this scene. So tell me I'm alive from All Time Low. Go check it out. I think y'all are going to love it. And let me know what y'all think is your favorite song on this album. And let me know if you like that production on New Religion. Next album up is Skeletons from Pop Evil. Pop Evil gives us Skeletons. And this album is one that is a really good album if you're looking to start to trend more towards that heavier side of alternative music. I feel like Pop Evil is a really good band to kind of dip dip your toe in and see if you really like the heavier side of alternative music. Now, you don't get a whole lot of the screams or anything like that with Pop Evil, but you do get some of the heavier sounds in terms of the production that you get from them. And this was an interesting album for me because I feel like we got a very clear sense of what they wanted to talk about on this album. And that one was Perseverance. You know, we hear Perseverance as a theme all throughout this album. You know, it starts with a song that's the title track, Skeletons. And Skeletons really is just talking about what the world looks like today, that there's always some sort of bad thing going on and how can we basically turn this bad around and then you know you go to a song like worth it and worth it is a track that is really just this uplifting song about basically making yourself aware that you are so much more than what the world says about you and i love that there's a line in this track that says you're worth more than your mistakes and that is just such a powerful lyric because a lot of times people will make a mistake and feel like that mistake defines them or, you know, especially, you know, thinking back to like high school or something like that. And let's say you failed an exam, that exam doesn't define who you are. Or, you know, let's say you get in a car accident because you were speeding. That doesn't define who you are. That just means that you made a mistake, but your mistake doesn't define who you are. You define who you are. So I really liked that lyric on that track. I thought that was just such a intuitive statement to make on a song. And it's not something that you hear a whole lot. 
But I think my favorite song on this album was Dead Reckoning, which features Fit for a King. And again, it just has some of those lyrics within the track that just make you say, wow, okay, this is really something I I feel like I can overcome whatever's going on in my life right now. And in this track specifically, we get a lyric that says, I will prevail my darkest tomorrow. And basically to me, that just says no matter what's going on, no matter what obstacles I have to overcome, no matter how dark tomorrow looks, I'm going to prevail, I'm going to overcome it, and I'm going to come out on the other side better than I was before. And I love that. I love that we have a band that can sound so heavy in terms of the music, but give us such a good, strong, positive message in the lyrics. That's perfect for me. And this album was structured kind of strange. I mean, I never, I don't see it too often, but they had three features on this album and all three features were the last three tracks on the album. And I don't know if that was done intentionally or if that's just the way that it worked out, but it was interesting to have the last three tracks all feature different bands or different artists. So really interesting structuring from pop evil and Overall, I really did enjoy this album. I don't know how often I will go back and revisit it. Obviously, there are songs that I will throw on the playlist and probably keep it in rotation, but this was just an album that I definitely wanted to talk about on the podcast because we don't get so we don't get an album that really gives that uplifting vibe in this scene so much. So, I wanted to talk about it and I think everybody'll enjoy it. So, Go check out Skeletons from Pop Evil. Let me know what you guys think if you get that Perseverance theme as well. And let me know what you think of this album. So Skeletons by Pop Evil, go check it out. Next up, we have one of my discoveries from the week, and that is a band called Near Blue with their album Soma. This album was released on February 3rd, which is a while back at this point. But this was my first experience with Near Blue, and I listened to this album and... It was a random discovery for me, but man, what a fantastic find. This is a band that really, the best way I can say is, if you are fans of Mayday Parade, if you are fans of Story of the Year, or even Newfound Glory, this is a band that you're really going to like. They they have a sound that's very unique, because you do get some of the heavier sounds, but you don't necessarily get that in the vocals. The vocals are very much in the way of a Mayday Parade or a Newfound Glory where they're a little bit softer and you don't have to worry about any screams or anything like that. So Soma was such a cool album to listen to for that reason. You know, we got a song like Shade of Blue, which is an absolute banger of a track where it's basically... It's basically what we want to hear on mainstream radio again. You know, these are the types of tracks where we want to start hearing this kind of stuff playing on mainstream radio again. I'm not saying that we need to make our own station because I feel like we get that on the XM radio services. I'm talking about when you turn on your local radio station and they're playing Lizzo or they're playing Billie Eilish or they're playing Miley Cyrus. In between that, maybe we get a near blue maybe we get a all-time low maybe we get a magnolia park something like that where it really reflects the listening habits of the public you know yes pop music is probably the most popular genre in the world right now but that doesn't mean that mainstream radio can't include other things that sound similar to that because 
we basically have classic rock stations. I don't think we have really any mainstream rock stations anymore, especially not that play the type of music that I'm talking about here. So listening to Near Blue's new album, I definitely, I was longing for the days of Fall Out Boy and My Chemical Romance playing on the radio. So hopefully we can get back to that sometime soon. You know, and then we have another track on this album that's called Bitter. And Bitter is one of those songs where it's like a great, slower, almost acoustic song until you get to the very end where you get this heavy, hard-hitting electric power that's attached. And that's where I got My Chemical Romance vibes from them as well. So really, really enjoyed this album from Near Blue. I hope everybody goes and checks it out. They're now officially on my radar So Soma from Near Blue, go check it out. You guys are going to love this album. And the last EP I just want to touch on a very little bit is from another band that I discovered this week, and it's called Up from Bridge the Gap. So not much to say about this EP other than if you're looking for a sound that is similar, these guys gave me an MXPX vibe and... And this is another EP that I feel like everybody should go check out. My favorite was probably my creation, but all of these tracks are really cool. So bridging the gap up, go give that EP a listen. I think you guys are going to love this EP. That wraps it up for our album reviews this week, but we did have several singles that we checked out with the first one being Bad Intentions by Bayside. So Bayside releases Bad Intentions as part of their Blue EP, which also has a 9-inch Nails feature on it. So if you haven't heard that one yet, go give that a listen. But Bad Intentions I wanted to talk about just because, again, I had another lyric that stood out to me in this track. And it says, I'd be a peasant if I was paid an attention. And that was such a killer line because... What better way to say that nobody pays attention to me than saying that you'd be a peasant if that's the only way you got paid. So really cool line from Bayside in that. Love the EP. Go give it a listen. Bad Intentions by Bayside. Check it out. Next up, we got Rabbit Hole from Attic Stories. This was another discovery for me this week, and I love the vocals. I love the sound of this track. I'm not going to say much about it because you guys know when I don't say much about it, it means I just want you to go listen for yourselves. So Attic Stories, Rabbit Hole, go give it a listen. One of my favorite tracks released this week. You guys are going to love the sound of this and love the vocals as well. Next up, we got Freaks of Nature from Heart Attack Man. This is the lead single from their new album due out in May. And this had another really cool story behind it. It's basically talking about how you're a freak of nature. And how different you really are. And even though you may be getting weird looks, you kind of like it. So everybody can have that feeling of being a freak of nature sometimes. But once you let that freak out of the cage, you may like what you see. So freak of nature from Heart Attack Man, go give it a listen. Next up, we have Alive by As December Falls. Another single from an album due out in July. Another great vocal track. And it's another strong female vocal track, much like Attic Stories. So... Really strong tracks this week from both both artists, both bands. So Alive by As December Falls. Go check it out. Again, I don't have much to say about it. I just want everybody to go check this one out. Next up, we have another one of my big discoveries this week. Guy by the name of Sam Hogg. I think I'm saying that right. And it is I Know You'll Be Fine and Can't Find a Way Out. So these two tracks from Sam are two singles before his new album is released early next week, which I'm really excited for. 
And what I have to say about this is I discovered Sam on Instagram. And when I discovered him, this is the perfect example of don't judge a book by its cover. Sam does not have the classic pop punk look about him. He is more clean cut. But what I have to say is this is some of the best classic pop punk I've heard in a very long time. You know, lyrically, vocally, sonically, these tracks are awesome. And I don't really want to dive too much into, you know, what's the meaning of the track or what is the lyrics in this. You know, these are just classic sounds that you guys are going to love. I really want everybody to go check him out. Obviously, he's going to be linked in the description of this episode so you can see who I'm talking about. But Sam Hug, two new tracks, album coming early next week. Go give him a listen. I think y'all are going to love this guy. And the last new single this week is Face Down from Magnolia Park. Face Down is a track off the, the deluxe edition of Baku's Revenge due out in late April. And another classic Magnolia Park track, another great demonstration of Josh's vocal range, and just a great track overall. And I wanted to end with that one because I wanted it to lead right into my review of the Baku's Revenge Tour. So I was able to catch the Baku's Revenge Tour earlier this week, and man, what a fun time that was. It was start to finish one of the best shows I've ever been to. You know, First and Forever and Pop Tropic Sluts really rocked out. But the band that really impressed me the most and the one that I really wanted to talk about is Arrows in Action. So Arrows in Action were the group that came on right before Magnolia Park. And obviously I've known about Arrows in Action for a while now, but man, seeing them live really reinforced the fact that these guys are next up. They are. I mean, they have everything that you could want in a band that's about to explode. They have great lyrical composition and great lyrical connectivity with their fans. They have a killer sonic sound, which had everybody in the room up and moving around. And they already have a steady stream of tracks that everybody can go back to and connect with. You know, whether that is a song like This Time or Uncomfortably Numb, they really have a wide variety of tracks that everybody can go back to. But we also learned that they're releasing their brand new album in May, and I cannot wait for that. So Arrows in Action is the next band up. If you have not heard about them yet, you need to go out, listen to them right now, get them on your radar because they are about to explode onto the scene even further than they already have. And just finishing up my review of this tour, obviously Magnolia Park was incredible to see live. Josh's voice is just as good in person as it is on all of the tracks. Loved seeing my man Freddie on the guitar. He's probably one of my favorite artists out right now, favorite musicians out right now. And just an overall great time. If you guys get a chance and they're in your area, go check out Magnolia Park, Arrows in Action, Pop Tropica Sluts, and First and Forever, all on the Baku's Revenge Tour. It'll be a tour well worth your time and money, so go check it out. That just about wraps it up for us here on the Matrix Music Review Podcast this week. 
I hope y'all enjoyed this surprise alternative episode, and I hope y'all go check out some of those artists that I highlighted because I'm really excited to see what these groups and these artists do. I think they got big things in store. As always, if you enjoyed the episode, leave us a like, leave us a comment, tell me if there's some artists that you've discovered that I need to be aware of, and go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matrix Music Review. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, so we can grow our community of music nerds, go share this podcast with a bunch of your friends, go share it with everybody that you know so that we can have more people listening and learning about bands like Arrows in Action, Near Blue, and Bridge the Gap. Now, as we always do, we have a band play us out on our Spotify podcast. So this week, I'm going to give it to my band that I just said was up next, Arrows in Action, and I'm going to introduce you guys to a song from their catalog called This Time. <laughs>